Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief can provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explained how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your personal journey to be more emotionally and mentally healthy. This journey is personal. You cannot force or coerce anyone to be more healthy, whether physically or emotionally. A person has to be willing to do all the hard work in order to see results. You as a friend can encourage, but nothing more. Many times we see images of people during or even after a natural disaster like wildfires, floods, or even a snowstorm. Our hearts go out to them, and we might even donate to organizations that will assist. Extending help is always good to do in any situation. What we don't see and what is rarely discussed is the loss and grief that is felt when some of the people lose everything that they have worked hard to obtain. Certainly, they may have insurance, but insurance cannot replace the memories a mother has of her children sitting at that particular kitchen table or the family room where everyone gathered on Friday nights. Even if the home is repaired and many items replaced, it is just not the same. Spaces also hold a special place in our emotional psyche. We may not even recognize that fact until the space is no longer there. If you have ever gone to your childhood home and slept in your old bedroom, you understand what I mean. Sometimes even just having dinner at your parents' home can evoke emotions that cause those feelings of loss and sadness. Do we ever give thought to how refugees must feel when they migrate to new places or even different countries? There is something comforting about the familiar, even if that familiar is not very good. Refugees can travel great distances and may only have the clothes on their backs. The emotional strain of this should not be diminished by the thoughts that their situation is better. Maybe safety is better and even access to health care may be better, but refugees had friends, family, and acquaintances in the places they left behind. Think of your own discomfort when you're in a new or unfamiliar situation. Compound that feeling by not fully understanding the language, coupled with the fact that you know you will not return to your previous life. All of this can be disconcerting. Refugees have to overcome many obstacles in order to start a new life, all the while dealing with grief which they don't have the luxury to work through, since they usually are dealing with survival issues like food, housing, and clothing. Older people generally do not do well when they are displaced. While a move with family or into a nursing home or assisted living situation may be safer, it can cause their health to suffer. Unfortunately, not much thought is given to the emotional toll these moves have on the individual. Those emotions associated with loss and grief need to be addressed. Emotional well-being is vital at all ages. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.